What's up, guys? Welcome to the Who Better Than You podcast. The podcast where we dive deep into self-development and how to implement more of it into our daily lives. My name is Gina. I'm a 28-year-old fitness coach and yoga instructor, and I have met many other women in their 20s sharing the same struggles as me. I figured it was time to get raw about what it's like navigating life at this age. Half figured out, half hot mess. Get ready to embrace your inner strength, defy expectations, and step into your power. It's time to conquer imposter syndrome and become the unstoppable force God has created you to be. No matter what life throws at you, there's nobody better than you for this journey. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Gina, and I'm the host for your show. I hope you guys are having a great week. I'm recording this episode on a Friday, so Fridays are my half day. I just actually got home a little bit ago. I, um, full transparency, was getting my Botox touched up. I'm a big, big, big believer in a stiff, firm forehead. (laughs) So I've been getting Botox for like, not consistently for maybe two years, but I'll go like six months between treatments and I think maybe I am over it and then I'm like oh my god absolutely not so it's just one of those things that is a part of self-care just like my lash extensions unfortunately I don't ever see my life without them so that's that um I also kind of feel like I'm getting I don't even want to claim it but sick kind of how everybody has been passing around this like cold flu type thing so I woke up today with a little bit of that going on and I don't think I've seen the sun one time today so you know but we're here we're trucking along the fact that I'm not feeling 100% actually really ties into what I want to talk about in this episode I remember when I was younger and I wouldn't be feeling well my dad would always tell me to not claim it and I don't think that made a a lot of sense to me then, but, um, in retrospect, in so many ways, I see his point there because the second you claim a sickness, we'll say whenever I would have a cold or something, I suddenly would identify with that. And then I would feel all the things like if I had a headache and a runny nose and whatever, and I would just think about how bad I feel. And I'm like, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Suddenly I just wanted to lay in bed all day. I wasn't feeling well. And I would really manifest an entire sickness that I'm not denying. I'm sure I really did have a runny nose and a cough and whatnot. But just by that simple belief, the believing I was sick, identifying that I was sick, completely put me in this state of being unwell. And that really centers around the whole topic that I want to talk about today, which is the the power behind our thoughts. And I would think by now that a lot of us understand and comprehend the idea that how powerful our thoughts truly are. Um, But I really wanted to expand on this because I do believe that essentially we are what we think. And even just for example, like this week, for some reason, I just am having a hard time thinking good thoughts. And that's not to say it's it's anything specific, but I just, my inner voice has been so unkind to myself this week in all areas of my life. I just feel a little bit insufficient, to be honest with you, or that I'm not 
measuring up to something in my head. I don't, I honestly don't even know what that is that I'm hoping to measure up to. So I noticed that a lot this week and granted, I always have days or moments like that, but sometimes I just think it hits even harder. So I thought it was very important to talk about this now and to open up the conversation to this because the reality is we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. And a lot of those thoughts are repeated thoughts. And a lot of those repeated thoughts are negative. So I found myself even questioning why is it that we tend to think more negative thoughts than positive thoughts. So I did a little bit of research on it and I found some interesting information surrounding that. So First and foremost, negative thinking is evolutionary. So, you know, back in the day, day, days, survival really depended on recognizing threats. So those individuals who were more attuned to that negative information, so thinking about like predators and and different danger signals or risks, they had a higher chance of survival. So as a result, the focus became more negative and was pass through our ancestors. I also found it very interesting that negative information actually tends to be more memorable than positive information. So I think it kind of makes sense though, if you sit here and think about your past, it's more evident than not that you might draw back to a negative experience, um, which I find extremely interesting because, you know, negative emotions such as fear and anxiety, they they trigger a really strong physiological and emotional response from us. So that encourages people to take immediate action when they feel those, whereas positive emotions, while they are valuable in their own right, they just don't carry the same urgency as a negative thought. You have to think our feelings are a direct reflection of our thoughts so our body will respond to our emotional state if perfect example is to think about crying when you feel upset when you start or happy you get emotional your body just responds to that by crying by creating tears i saw a tiktok i think they did this study that there were eight eight men who needed this knee surgery they were like veterans and they went under the knife but only two of them actually got the surgery the other six it was placebo but they presented it as if it was the same they went through the surgery and eight weeks later all of those men were healed so I think that just goes to really show the power that we have in our thinking and a lot of it boils down to our perspective so when we wake up in the morning and we think, I, I'm i so tired, I don't think I can do this, naturally that's going to automatically put us in a state of defeat and where we just, getting through the day is going to be really challenging. Whereas if we were to wake up and say, I feel really tired today, but I know I can handle anything that comes my way and I just have to get through breath by breath and step by step that automatically just takes some of that pressure off of yourself and it begins to create a more present moment. This goes hand in hand with affirmations. For a while, I would write some things on my mirror 
I am statements. I am capable. I am stronger than I think. I am valuable. And it's amazing how even just something so short would change my attitude so fast. And I think that's something I definitely need to get back to because it's almost reactionary that we wake up and the first thing we do is grab our phone and check all the ways in the world is pulling us and needing us. And we already feel cup half empty when we start the day. And so it's going to be really, really hard to get out of that mindset. And that's why I think going back to a few episodes episodes ago when I was talking about the difference between reacting and responding, this is very similar in the sense that it all comes back to the perspective that we, we choose to look at. So I could, for example, be stuck in traffic on my way to work and become very agitated by that. Or I could look at that as I'm stuck in traffic. It's not really in my control. I'm trusting that there's a reason that I'm just not meant to get there just yet. I mean, what it boils down to is a belief is just a thought that we keep thinking. And a lot of us believe that we need to change our beliefs, but really we need to change our thinking. And there's multiple ways that we can go about changing our thinking. And the first and foremost one would be meditating, quieting your mind and taking some time to get comfortable with who you are and get comfortable with those thoughts that you have in a way that you can think them, but maybe you don't attach to them. That's the idea of mindful meditation. And as a yoga instructor, this is something I really like to preach into my students when we do hit the part of class where we are in Shavasana. And this is something that I absolutely need to work on in my own practice and in my own life because I definitely do not meditate the way and as often as I should. But it's the idea of having thoughts, allowing them to pass through you, but not attaching to the thoughts. So if I'm thinking in my head, I am lazy, instead of attaching to that thought and, and searching for reasons that I'm lazy and letting that snowball, I observe the thought almost as if like a car on the road. So if I'm looking out the window and there's a bunch of cars going down the street and every single car I look to, I attach to that I'm taking that thought with me. Whereas if I become an observer of my thoughts, I'm just noticing my thoughts from the outside in. A lot of people will highly recommend journaling as well because it allows you to, same idea, sit there and write out your thoughts and detach them, like see them from an outsider point of view. I personally have tried journaling and I don't find it therapeutic for me. Um, I think in the biggest way that I like to, well, I like to talk through things and I do do therapy, talk therapy like once a month to check in. And, you know, I think having that conversation with someone who is completely unbiased and outside of my reality, sometimes I can just talk through that as I'm speaking about it. But journaling is an excellent tool that I know absolutely does work and can work for you. And what I like is they have a ton of journals that are prompted as well. 
The one that I really do like is the shadow workbook journal that is all prompted and it basically helps you look back to things as early as your childhood trauma and just unraveling where some of these belief systems came from and basically it's just trying to untangle that loop because once our thoughts get all jambled up it's really really hard to even know where the heck to start with untying this and taking a look at where it it all began so journaling is great but I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I write in a journal every night because I don't I think talk therapy does that for me um but in but also I think exercise does that for me as well because when I'm working out especially when I work out alone and I put my headphones in I feel like I'm well I am so much more present in my body because I have to think about my muscles and think about the mind muscle connection that I'm, you know, what I'm trying to feel. So that drops me into the moment. I have to think about my breathing. And it's specifically when it comes to yoga, this is why I love yoga, not just because I teach it, but I was a student first. And the whole principles of yoga is being able to drop into your breath. And when you come into these postures that feel challenging or create a lot of resistance in your body that starts to create turmoil in our minds and what we do is we start to spiral and jump thought to thought and where the breath work in yoga it teaches us that we need to come back to the moment and change our response in the posture so when we choose to breathe in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth it allows us to drop right into the body because that's the only way that we are present and baron baptiste who is the founder of power yoga he wrote a book and it's called journey into power and he teaches amazing principles through that book and one phrase that he said that always sticks out to me is we can be now here or nowhere and the choice is ours and the only difference there is that space right so if we're now here that means we're fully into the present we're in our bodies we're in our breath or we're nowhere we're either present or we're in the future or we're in the past and we can't physically be in either of those spaces so really trying to mentally go there is honestly just a big waste of time now i know negative thinking is super common And for some reason, we just love to beat up on ourselves more than anybody else really could. But it's getting out of that thought loop that's going to be really essential and important as you go through changing the chemistry in your brain. There's a few uh, passages of scripture that I want to read where it points to how we can deviate from our own mind and our own emotions and fixate on Christ. So Corinthians 10.5 says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So that's every feeling, every emotion, any little bit of discomfort that arises. It's how we stop it in its tracks. And we remember what God has said about us and what he calls us. And there's, I love, like, you don't need to know a ton of scripture to find these passages in the Bible. Sometimes if I'm feeling insufficient, I'll just go to Google and and type in Bible verses where God talks about being sufficient. 
And just like that, there's a verse uh, that will come up and just encourages me. And what these verses do is they encourage it, encourage us to actively control our thoughts and align them with the teachings of Christ. So that emphasizes our need to overcome the negative or ungodly thought patterns. Psalm 1914 says, may these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, my rock, my redeemer. This verse expresses a desire for our thoughts and our inner feelings, our meditations to be pleasing to God, acknowledging him as the ultimate standing of righteousness, which allows us to take the fixation off of us and our flaws and then put them onto um, unto the Lord instead. So these are a couple of verses that I like to reflect back on when I'm starting to feel that negative thought loop arising. Different things is going to work for different people, but I think it's first acknowledging when you're having these thoughts and creating that space to take the time to think why do I believe this thought is true like where does this belief actually stem from and then you can go back and start to do the work to unwind that and I'm not gonna lie like self development like what this whole podcast is centered around it's not easy and it takes a lot of time and It takes a lot of intention and being willing to look at the ugly side of self-love because you have to heal these parts of yourselves if you want to step into anything better. And I think that's where we get so caught up in our circumstances and we're like, okay, well, when I get into this job position, then you know, X, Y, Z. And I I harp on this a lot because I do, I really do think me included, we treat life as this, this series of like, when I get the next thing, when I get the next thing, and we're not, we're still not fully understanding and grasping that the longer we live life that way, the more unhappy and the more unsatisfied we're going to be because wherever you are, it might not be exactly where you want to be. And ambition is good, but there has to be this level of acknowledging where you are right now in the present moment and being content with that. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh, like grounding exercises, but um, it's like tapping into your senses. So physically you notice what you're feeling. So this is a type of meditation as well. And you just notice any physical sensation. So if I'm lying on my, like I'm sitting on my bed right now and I can feel the comforter underneath my fingers and my legs because I have shorts on and I can feel my socks on my feet and I can feel the fan blowing a little breeze. And then you would just do that same thing moving through, you know, all five of your senses. And what that does is, again, it just puts you into your body. So there's different ways, there's different techniques that we can get ahead of the thought loop. And we're always going to have negative thoughts but again it's what we choose to attach to and what we choose to to release so I'm hoping that resonates for you some way somehow and whatever current situation you find yourself in and I also think energy is super huge especially in the workplace like I notice if I'm at work and I'm around someone who is upset about something or I don't know they start complaining I'm more prone to spot the negative and do the same exact thing. Whereas the reverse is also very true. And, you know, finding the positive things, like maybe you're not exactly where you want to be right now in your career. 
I mean, like, I know I'm not. I'm not where I want to eventually end up. But I'm in this season right now. So I have to fight that feeling of wanting to be super negative and go down that road. And I have to stop, take a breath, maybe ground in, pray about it, of course, meditate and trust that this is all transitional and it's all a part of the journey. But while I'm in this moment, how can I be the best version of myself? If I'm in this job, I'm in this role for a reason. This is what you need to ask yourself. How can I have both feet on the floor and show up every day and be as present as possible and trust that I'm giving something to someone? Maybe they need that encouragement for me. And again, energy is so contagious. So if we choose to show up and we allow those thoughts to become beliefs, which then are going to show through our actions, then we're just creating more reason to have negative thoughts. So that's really my spiel. It's more of a shorter episode today. I just wanted to to drop that little bit of uh, wisdom in there. And again, I think this is something that is always going to be a journey and you're going to go through times where it's a little bit easier and times that it feels a little bit harder. But I think the most important thing is finding what works for you in the sense of how you can let those thoughts out, whether that's on paper, whether that's through movement, whether that's through talk therapy. And I, we all, everybody needs an outlet. So I think it's important to find that outlet for you and then be able to disconnect and disassociate from those thoughts before they continue to spiral and get bigger and bigger. So really that's all I have for you guys for this episode. Um, again, I hope that that touches one person at least and you're able to take every thought captive and see it for what it is and then get rid of it because who said that about you besides yourself there is a way to stop that spiral but it's just about getting ahead of it acknowledging when it's happening and using the tools and the resources you have to navigate your way out of that so Hopefully you guys enjoyed the message this week and that you're having a great week. As always, I would love to connect with you. Um, I tagged my Instagram in the footer on the bottom of the page here. So please follow me on Instagram, reach out, share this message, rate the podcast, all the good things, and just let me know how I can pour into you and give you a little drop of wisdom to hopefully be a part of why your week Uh, gets a little bit better. So that's all I have. Hopefully you guys have a wonderful week ahead. And just remember, no matter what today brings, no matter what tomorrow brings, there's nobody more equipped for this journey than you.